Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Vinny Bag of Donuts. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. What is a ute? Oh, I'm sorry, Judge. Youths. <laughs> Cue the theme song. I could use a good ass kick, and I'll be very honest with you. Look, it's either me or them. You're getting fucked one way or the other. He has to. By law, you're entitled. It's called disclosure, you jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got no more use for this guy. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. The year... Is 1992, and the world is going to be shocked at the Oscars because my cousin Vinny came out. We've got Marissa Tomei, Joe Pesci, Ralph Macchio, Fred Gwynn, uh, Mitchell Whitfield, who plays Barry in Friends in the first seasons when he's... Uh, On the way. Uh, Lane Smith as the lawyer, Bruce McGill as the cop, uh, Austin Pendleton as the st- st- stuttering lawyer. It's pretty awesome. Some other faces you may um, recognize. Um, My Cousin Vinny is a movie about some um, kids who are driving to university, I believe, and they drive through Alabama for some nice scenery and are enjoying all of the weirdness that's abound. Uh, and they go to into a convenience store called the Sack of Suds, Ralph Macchio uh, accidentally takes a can of tuna because he has the worst bobble hands uh, I've ever seen in a movie. Um, and they get arrested for murder and accidentally admit to it and then have to go through a trial. And they think brilliantly, my cousin Vinny could come and do this for us. Yeah. My and cousin Vinny's a lawyer. Hilarity ensues as uh, Vinny and Miss Vito come to. What's the town name that they're in? I don't know. I can't remember the town. Oh. It's, it's, Asking the important questions. It's in Alabama. It must be Isn't a real Alabama. town. So uh, we got like some buddy stuff going on. We got fish out of water stuff going on. We got some You're gonna hear a romantic lot of bad comedy. Southern accents in this uh, podcast. Just a They're few. good Southern accents. You sound Mr. Hanky there, not Southern. Oh, Mr. Hanky? Howdy ho. Or not Mr. Hanky, Mr. Garrison. Oh. You were Mr. Garrison. So I'll yeah. do Mr. Garrison. You just were doing Mr. Garrison. Done. Well, then Mr. Garrison must be my southern accent, I guess. <laughs> See? <laughs> Holy shit. See? I'll do this whole episode as Mr. Garrison. There you I go. I guess. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so uh, in the opening credits, it shows the boys driving in the car. There's one scene where they, the passing lane is on the other side of the road, and they pull out around this truck big truck and it's like going over a hill and i'm like what the fuck are you doing so that's what caught me immediately out of this movie um (laughs) but then they go into the sack of suds and the whole way they kind of set this up and they do it a few times throughout the movie where people are having conversations and they don't realize what they're talking about and so um um the way they kind of get this all set up is it kind of works for me um and the other guy are, are really enjoyable and other than, like I said in the intro, where Ralph Macchio is holding everything in one hand and just can't get that can what? of tuna, what do I do? And he puts it in his What's pocket. What's his friend's name, John? I, I'm going to call him Barry. Um, is it Barry? No, it's Stan. Stan and... Yeah, what's Ralph Macchio's name? Billy. Billy and Stan. Oh, yeah. Billy. Oh, Billy. Stan Rothenstein. Anyways, I love all of the misunderstandings. I like the misunderstanding with the can of tuna, and I like how the, the one guy, Stan... Uh, 
is like saying that he's not an accessory or he's like, I didn't even know he was doing it or whatever. Yeah. It's like, we didn't plan it. And then he thinks the he's police. Like, Did you try to stop them? Yeah. yeah no. Eating and a button. And then <laughs> he thinks the police are just joking with them and messing with them. Well, they, the, the thing they do really brilliantly is that they, um, they joke about how tough it is down in Alabama yeah. as they're being arrested. So they're kind of like, look, we'll just go along because we don't want to make a big thing. And, Everybody, I think uh, Stan even says after they're making their phone call when they've realized what's up, they're like, they know everybody. They're going to make us patsies down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sits in and front the cops of are all looking at them like this. Yeah, they say it out loud. <laughs> They'll sleep yeah. with their cousins. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they yeah. do. Some of them do. <laughs> oh, yeah. He looks at them. That's really funny, uh, that whole bit. And then once they establish that they're up for murder, me and Brent were mentioning how awesome it is that it just cuts to Vinny's car pulling up. Yep. He's with, on the uh, phone. My yeah. cousin's a lawyer. Boom. Yeah. yeah he's there. And he's rolling. The up. only thing we didn't like was the song they chose to be playing out of the car. That's a bad one. Well, I don't know why I'm they picked to think. that song. It was a really shitty like it sa- like sounded almost like it was like a hip hop or like the only time song. anyone thinks of that song is when they watch this movie. It's a fucking atrocious. They could have picked like flash of they could have picked anything. They should have picked something that's. That it's was not little... characteristic of Vinny is the thing too. No. Yeah, like he's this total Guido New York Italian yeah, it type been, of guy. Could have been Frank Sinatra. Yeah, like you're anything telling me like he's that. listening to like bow. Yeah, that was terrible. Maybe that's what Marissa would like though. Baloney. No, no way. she's from Brooklyn or whatever too. Yeah. Okay, so they show up and first <laughs> thing, like, I'm not talking to no, no, they show up and the first thing that ran into my mind, and this this happens for me in in some movies where I'm like, tell me the backstory of how Joe Pesci and this lady got together, um, and then I was watching this with 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 Nat, my partner, and she said they look like she he's the dad and she's his daughter which makes every scene from them on out of them like kissing or getting ready to go to bed together really creepy i never got that feeling and though. i in the past i had never really quite questioned it but when i was watching it this time i was just like he's not a good looking man joe pesci he's been in some of my favorite roles where he's like been murdering and killing people so that might have some of an impact here and then marissa tomey is like obviously at least a decade younger than him and a smoke show I don't so think that them she's together. a decade younger. I never questioned a relationship in this. I find his character to be like super charismatic. Colin even made a point to mention when we were watching that that he gets it, that the relationship seems genuine to him. Huh. Yeah, I really felt uh, they that. They do a good job of setting up how their relationship goes. They're, they're like short with each other, but there's always like love and respect underneath it and, and all that stuff. There's so, the scene where they're in bed and they're arguing about if she twisted the, the, the faucet yep. and they're getting like hot about it because they're arguing and stuff. And yeah. for me, that that sells their whole relationship. They both they both like to enjoy to argue uh, yeah, and exactly. they challenge one another. And I just feel like the writing and the acting like sells the relationship. And I don't think there's a huge to be honest, age gap. I would like to I, look. I don't know. I, I, I was bet, looking pretty close last night. I bet you it's like 20 because it I think Marissa Tomei is probably like 50-something and Pesci looks like you every think day it's of 115 years? right now. Someone look it up. That's, I thought that's better we than me with my phone, but I'm not. Uh, yeah, so it's not the the relationship makes sense. That it builds it. It's re- those two characters. If I were reading them on paper, I would be like, oh, they like to argue, then they bang, like that's all good, and they blow up at the end, but they figure out a way around it. It's just looking at the two of these people physically didn't quite click in my head as much as uh, it had in the past, and it's it's not a showstopper. But that same scene exactly. you were talking about. I think um, you're right. It did build that they like to argue all that good stuff. When I was watching that, that's one of the scenes in particular with Nat. And she was like, this is just 
awkward and uncomfortable because it's like he's her dad. It's 20, 22 years. 22 difference. years. Yeah. Wow. 77 and 55. Yeah. <clears throat> so that just stood out to me this time. Not a, not a deal breaker at all. I didn't but really. It's so funny because I, I knew that there was definitely an age discrepancy, but I didn't think 22, 20 plus oh, yeah. years. She's like she's like wrinkle-free, young and fresh. Yeah. And he is like, oh, yeah, I've seen some shit. It's, well, you know what? I still think it works. Yeah, it doesn't bug me. No, I not at all. It. I, I mean, it, I can understand why some people, like maybe if someone would have mentioned it in the beginning and I watched it with, like you said, with that frame of mind. But yeah, I watched it like, uh, like I even love the ending when uh, he pisses her. Well, we'll get to that later. All right. She carries though like a like a maturity to her though, right? Like, yeah, she's, totally. She's always the grounding force in it. Like you're fucking this up, Vinny. And like she's like she's like so she's got to be the parent with yeah, him, yeah. She's right, which yeah, I think evens of. the gap. She, she what what is interesting about her is that when th- he's in the courtroom in the early scenes, Vinny, and he's totally <clears> fucking <throat> up. Her, the look on her face is just like shock, yeah, that she's seeing it all happen. And then afterwards, she's like, "Do you know what you're doing? Because you don't know. You don't look like you know what you're doing in there." I know. Just and wants him to I be honest that, about I it. I love it where he gets out of jail and and he's like, "You should be more supportive." And I love how her sarcasm was here. Oh, supportive! Oh, you are doing so good in there. The way you, you had of that judge, you're smooth, smooth talker. Smooth you are talker. You. <laughs> I love all that shit. Her That's, accent in this is hilarious. Yeah, both of them have. Uh, I love the way both of them speak. And uh, for me, what was interesting this time was um, I always really like movies where you learn, you get to learn something about you know a field of of uh, that you don't know, like medicine or mm-hmm. science and stuff. I didn't realize how great this movie was as an education into the legal system. This movie is like, sorry. Yeah, because you really get to you get to learn as Vinny's learning about how kind of the system works and stuff in it, and makes it more interesting and. It so does. This, the movie up. This movie is noted for its for its legal accuracy, and the director actually has a law degree. No way. And like insisted that this movie was that accurate. part of it be yeah. one hundred percent. And it's it's in like it's in like the top twenty five legal movies, and it's like yeah. all of this stuff. Like it's really well regarded for that exact point it's, because it's, it's so great. perfect. Right? It yeah. makes it it makes it it really brings it up from the comedy that it is to elevate it to almost a. Uh, more feel, feel like a film in a weird way. Well, mm-hmm. to have the detail of that, yeah, it does because you're 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 taking the time with it, right? You're not rushing through something for just to make a funny laugh. Like you're giving something the space that it requires. Like law is a pretty fucking serious and not yeah. funny thing in general. Um, <laughs> and when you put that seriousness and then you like kind of juxtapose it with all like the crazy fucking Joe Pesci Italian and all the rest of that stuff. It's really, it's really funny. Just, just he's that. He's the actually. only guy in the courtroom that's making it. That that's the funny thing. Everybody else in that courtroom is straight. Like yeah. the, the defense, the totally. The prosecutor is the judges. The bailiff has a good laugh later on, but mostly those people are serious. So when it's only Joe Pesci um, doing it, it, it kind of makes it. I don't know. In other courtroom comedies, everybody's like silly, and mm-hmm. it's too much. If it's just the one guy acting up, and then the straight straight edge people are against him, it makes it it makes for good comedy. Yeah, that's totally true. And the stakes are always high in this movie from the beginning, and that's a big part of a movie is you got to have the big stakes, and the stakes are so high because if he fucks it up, there they could be they could be put in an electric they uh, they could be like killed. Yeah. The There's judge death. The like, judge says. Um, uh, like uh, Vinny wants to explain right away that it's just all a misunderstanding and yeah. we know that's a misunderstanding but the judge is like we have procedure here and he makes a big point of it many times in that opening uh, in, what do they call it the uh, the the, um, the hearing initial yeah. hearing where they have to give the verdict uh, not the verdict it starts though. with A there's some yeah some arraignment the arraignment. arraignment so he's like you want to skip the arraignment go right to trial skip that 
and then get your, the case thrown <laughs> out, right? And he's like, I don't care if they're guilty or not guilty. You just want you to say guilty or not guilty. Um, and Joe Pesci doesn't get that, obviously, and starts a hilarious string of contempt for cor- contempt in court. Yeah. Where and I love how he keeps the words out of your yeah. mouth are going to be guilty or not guilty. Okay, I see what you're saying. I, think I, I don't get the think point. you do. Yeah. yeah, I think. <laughs> Before that even happens, too, we, we had so talked good. about um, the misunderstandings in the cop shop. Well, then there's the misunderstanding in the jail cell because Vinny I walks in that. and Ralph Macchio's asleep and Barry, I'll but, call him Barry Stan, doesn't know who Vinny is and you'd never think it was a lawyer. Yeah. And so he thinks it's another guy come to share the cell, which they had set up a second ago by yeah. showing the cots across the way. And then everything that happens in that conversation, he's like, well, it's your ass or, you know, you're getting fucked either way. <laughs> um, <laughs> Come all this way just to get jerked off. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not jerking you off. I'm not I, doing anything. I, I, lo- I love I love, how the guy, is, the guy is kind of like weighing his options when he's telling him it the way he's telling him it too. Yeah. He's just like, look, buddy, it's not my fault. He's like, I, I've got to do this or yeah. whatever. And, and he's like starting to believe him. And he's just like, what am I going to have to do? It. The look on his face is so funny because he never thought he would be approached by someone who had to like have this conversation yeah. about him getting raped. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> do this. Yeah. I don't want to do it either if I were you. He's yeah. like, it's going to happen it's though. Gonna, so you got to make some decisions. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh my God. He's like, better me than one of these guys. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you're going to get fucked no matter yeah. what. And he's like, oh my God, this is happening. This is fucking happening. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And then later on, there's a couple times where you you see the electric chair and the the lights flickering and stuff, and it once again is reinforcing the stakes, the stakes, the stakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, th- at one point, the 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 prison guard is talking about executions to him as they're walking them. Yeah. yeah, he's talking about the how they have to get something fixed, or they they just figured yeah, fuck lit, it. lit somebody's hair on fire or something like that. Like it's something about it. It was yeah. great. It's really funny, and I love that he keeps going to jail, and she has to keep bailing him out, and then and they the setup with the hotel. So every time they go to a hotel, something wakes them up at like, mm-hmm. what is it in the morning? It's like always four, five, four, four or five, five in the morning. Yeah. They get the whistle, they get the pigs, they get the train. Then they, they get, get the, the train owl. again. Yeah, the train again, just at the time it's supposed to be there. Then the owl, um, then the thunder Wah! and lightning. So I wanted to point out something interesting and I don't want to forget this for later. And hopefully once again, as per the show, everyone's seen this fucking movie. Um, so he can't sleep the whole movie, right? Yeah. And it's... They, they kind of set it up. It's these uh, devices, the, the railway, the noises, all that stuff. But um, when Vinny has his first monster day in court and he's still in contempt for something and he gets he goes to jail and he's like, don't bail me out. And he goes into jail and it starts on a shot of the staircase of the jail and you hear a riot happening and it pans over to Vinny and he is sound asleep even though there's the crazy sound. And I thought for the first time ever, I was like, it wasn't the noises, I don't think, that was making him sleepless and restless. It was the nerves over this case because he didn't believe he could do it. And the first shining day he has in court, he's finally fine with his conscience and he sleeps like a baby even though there's madness oh, going that's on. that's interesting. I thought it was because he was New York and it was like, it was the craziness he needed. Like, because New York's always loud and honking and yelling and fucking around or whatever. The constant, and maybe? It was, it was It was that craziness he needed he yeah. can't deal with pigs or a random train or whatever else like those things are all unusual yeah, right? yeah. but yeah. to him the chaos is what's usual and that puts him into i a think lull. both of those that are could be a, i think a, both of those are great interpretations of that of yeah. that scene I, well I, it I, could I, be both too like that, yeah. I, I think that's a great part I, of it yeah I, th- I think it is it, it can it can be different things because he had a scene not long before that where um, he's still fucking up in trial and he's trying to read the procedure book and then he closes it and he's like chewing on his nails she's like what's wrong and and he's like I'm I'm a, I'm a scared 
I think that's what he says. I'm a scared. I think um, he does say that. And yeah. So that's the first time he admits it to her and they have that open dialogue and, and that's where he starts to like get relief in himself. But um, I, I was thinking back like to when I was in high school and in university, um, those moments where you're like trying to cram in a book and you have a test tomorrow and you realize halfway through the physics that you're like, I don't understand this. I didn't understand it in class. I don't understand it reading the book. I'm just going to close it and kind of go in and fuck it and see what happens. I don't know, just little scenes like that made me really be like, I know exactly how he feels right there and he should be terrified because for me, it was a failed test on the line. For him, it's the death of his nephew and, and friend who who didn't do the crime. So the, the stakes are always there and, and on the surface. I love watching Vinny's character grow from like totally cocky to I can do it, but I obviously have no fucking clue what I'm doing to finally getting the opportunity to be the the argumentative Gambino that we've been hearing about from um, uh, from Machio through the first start of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's quite, it's, it's good. It's got this nice flow. Yeah, um, the writing's really good and there's always these little tiny funny things with the, with the guy who, who screwed his girlfriend out of money and, and they have the thing and where he's like, I'll fight you once you get the money and the guy keeps showing up with like fake money and stuff. Yeah. And then the finally the time that he does have the money, he just walks by, he punches him and then grabs the money out of his hand as he's falling down and then he keeps walking. Jump punches him. Yeah. yeah, and then he just grabs the money. It's like he doesn't even care. He's like, because I think he's muddy from the from them up being out in the woods. He's rushing to court. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so like so, that gets resolved in a quick and funny way. Yeah. It's interesting because um, this time when I was watching it, um, that whole scene arises just out of the blue where they're talking about their day and she's like, oh, I needed this money so I had to cash the cap, uh, traveler's checks because this guy stiffed me for 200 I was thinking as it started to develop, I'm like, this is a weird like C story that they've just started and for how it kind of resolves itself then, like does anyone learn life lessons? This movie's almost two hours by the way, which when I, when I first started playing it, I was like, uh-oh. A two-hour comedy like I remember really liking this movie but I don't remember it feeling long and then if I had to cut something out that whole side story maybe would be something that was cut out but it's just rich and fun I think it's it, like some fun it establishes games. what Machu said before he does it in the court which is he goes and he has a negotiation with that guy and he does it like a lawyer yeah oh you like to renegotiate as you go along <laughs> yeah yeah that all that stuff i feel like it does make his character more rich well to me what it does is so i agree with what like i see where you're coming from but yep. to me what it adds actually is um it shows that that he's not scared of anything actually like he's like the court does scare him because it's fancy people I it's think it's fancy people yeah. and it's a lot of like academic approach to like this this very serious problem that deals with his with his nephew's life yeah um, or his cousin's life but um, but in reality like he's the type of guy that despite the fact that he's five and a half feet tall yeah and he's fucking <laughs> like basically has no business getting into that bar or fucking running against that guy he's fearless in, in normal everyday life against anybody else but in the courtroom he is fish out of water he's a little bit more uncomfortable and there is yeah. he can be scared that makes sense like that guy's obviously a piece of shit yeah in the bar do it so so he's not intimidated by him so he can do his thing without breaking yeah you're you're actually right physical to show him to show him holding his own against that guy gives you some confidence that he can do the job because if that wasn't there now that i'm thinking about it you'd see him bumbling in the initial steps and you'd be like how the fuck is he going to pull this around 
but you got to see his time with Marissa and you got to see his time with that guy to know that he's he yeah. has the capability it's just he's got to get over this initial hump well and they do that really well too when uh when Ralph Macchio is talking to uh what's his friend's name again Stan Billy? Stan he um he's talked to him he's like he's like you don't get it he's like we we were at this party one time and there was this magician and like every time the magician would do something Vinny'd be like a mirror is under the table or he's fucking palming it or whatever right <laughs> yeah. and he's like talking about how Vinny is like so on the ball with spotting the bullshit and then immediately after that you see a scene where Vinny is with fucking Marissa and he fucking lawyers her uh, out of something she's got some kind of conflict and he fucking talks it and then you see his face at the end of that scene he's just got a little smile like he he <laughs> knows exactly what he's doing he know he can fucking outwork you right yeah. And it's, it's just like a little, I, I like it. It was just like a little, nice confirmation of what you're seeing. You know what to expect. It gives you a little bit of build on them, a little bit of, like, I think they build this. You, you also yeah, see, you also see everybody um, in the courtroom, the judge, the other lawyer, the, the sheriff, the jury members, and uh, Stan uh, start, you, you see them not liking him at the beginning and thinking he's a total buffoon and an idiot. And then you slowly see their shift, all of them, like as he starts to get better and better and better, especially the jury. And there's like a little look when he's talking to the one person and he's like, what is that there? And he's like, trees. Yeah. What are those thousands of things on the trees? Leaves. And then you yeah. see like the bailiff smiling. Yeah. You see people well, like, like, good, just shut him out as yeah, you get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, you, you see people start he, him starting to grow on everyone. Yeah. And like him and stuff as he, he's starting to get better and he's stuff. He's such and, a sarcastic prick in that scene. Yeah. yeah but I, but I, I, I don't <laughs> it's, think he's it's good. I don't think he is trying to be. He's mean. just being himself. No, he's not. Yeah, he's doing he, his thing. He's trying to get that guy to say the things. And I'm, uh, I'm true with this guy. Right? I don't got any. I, I like when he <laughs> says those things. I'm done with that guy. I'm done with this guy now yeah <laughs> off he goes you know what i was thinking um a lot of the um fish out of water stuff like th those people marissa and, and Vinny going down into alabama and you got the mud in the tires um you got the mud in his on his suit on his clothes and everything to do with his car that stuff actually ends up informing about the end result of the case um yeah the poly the argument, attraction yeah. the pause attraction and anyone you know anyone who's ever been stuck in the mud knows that this tire spins and the other one doesn't do anything like so they use it all these these funny scenes and um ways of putting a divide between them and the community that they're in but it, it comes around like the grits you yeah. didn't know what a grit was to being like the grit the entire grit nation world takes 20 minutes to do their grits how'd you do it that's that guy on was one stage. of my favorite yeah, do you have lines instant grits no yeah. self-respect southern <laughs> he Jesus. talks him into it the whole time like yeah. he's, he's making him like are yeah. you sure that was five minutes and are you sure are this? you sure that was five minutes yeah. my favorite line is oh so the laws of thermodynamics <laughs> cease to exist he just says in your physics, kitchen yeah. <laughs> i think you made your point <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good um, I thought he said, "Is it physics? Laws of physics?" I thought yeah. he said thermodynamics. Yeah, <laughs> small, I don't know. Small that's difference. So. <laughs> um, the, the public defender, um, the guy yeah, who that plays him. Good too. So his stuff is funny, uh, but something I had never noticed until this time is um, when the public defender goes to talk to the witness, and then he starts waltzing over to the, or maybe it's in his opening speech, his opening talk, and he's like stuttering so bad. There's one scene where you can see Vinny and the two guys at their defense table and uh, Stan has to turn away and Macho has his hand like this and they're fucking losing it laughing in the background. Oh, I they're faded. It's it's the, the focus is pulled on the, the, the public defender, but I couldn't stop looking in the back. And uh, Joe Pesci is just kind of sitting there where you can see a smile and the other two guys are like... Oh my God, I gotta go back not and to see laugh. that. He is so funny. <laughs> 
procedure. Like uh, yeah, well, the jury must have been so tough too because he was right I in know, front of their faces. I know, he spitting on them. And, and he was, yeah, he was spitting. And I, I forgot he spit and stuff so much. And I like when he like really goes for it and he gets loud. And yeah. Like, yeah. And he starts hammering things and then he looks over it. <laughs> oh, and he's like, uh, he's and losing I, his mind. Like I, to have that, that kind of, that's over the top slapstick even for this movie. And it, it somehow fits. Like it doesn't go too much where it's too crazy. I love yeah, Joe I Pesci's explanation of his, his suit too. And he comes in with that suit. Yeah. Are and you the mocking me? And he's like, so I wore this ridiculous thing for, for you. you. <laughs> yeah. I'm holding you in contempt. Well, there's a fucking surprise. <laughs> what did you say? What? <laughs> what? Uh, he like, he didn't know. He wasn't being a jerk. He's like, what I say? Because it's just like under his breath, like muscle yeah. memory or vocal memory, whatever you'd call that. It's yeah. just, it's so fun to watch him navigate his way through the legal system. And uh, I love when he gives that one, he, he has an objection and he approaches and he gives that one uh, yeah. objection. And the judge is like, That's so complimentary. Well he's lucid like, lucid, lucid. yeah. And he's just like, overruled. Because <laughs> he fucked with him. Because the judge hates him. That's why he overruled it. I don't think it. he's why he overruled it. It is. That was a total legit objection he had to that witness. I they th- should have had more time. I don't know why he did. I don't know why he overruled it, but I don't think it's to be a Because he hates him. No, it's, it's it all the fuck-ups of court up to that it, moment. It does feel, it. that that part bugs me because it does feel like it's personal. It was. Yep. And he tells him, like, he's that, that was perfect. You couldn't have done that any better. Fuck out of my face. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think he's just fucking with him at that point. I know, but why? Because that, that, that bothers me because that judge is so professional. The fact that I think that bugs me too. I think there should have been a yep. reason it stood why out, he it stood over, out for me too. Yeah, there should have been a reason yep. why he should have said, "I'm overruling this because of this." Yeah, he still should have complimented him, but given a reason for the overruling. Yeah, you're uh, right. Actually, you're he didn't, both and right. It stuck out a little. I agree. Um, That's probably the only thing. Maybe I also don't mind though that that judge isn't perfect. And that's fair. And and it was just like, you've been fucking with me for like six days in court. Like, this is a great objection. You fucking sit down. And that callow thing and gallow thing is funny. Okay. So this brings me to another thing. Um, Joe Pesci tells actually a really, really great story about how he became a lawyer um, that he argued in it's court. It's awesome. Yeah. It's such a great story. The way he tells it, the little segues he takes, he's, t- he's telling it to the prosecution. However, at the time he wraps that story up and he's had a few discussions with the judge where he's lied his ass off. I actually didn't know if the story he was telling was the truth. I, I think it, that sounds totally like him. I, I 100% it, it, I believe think, that. I think so. I do, I do believe that it's his true story, but but I... It seemed very genuine does, and sincere. But why does he need to lie about it? I don't know. You can, like, you to, can to look represent better, yourself. You can do all of this He didn't this need stuff. to lie to the judge either. That's what I mean. He's, that he part has, to me is weird. He's legal, right? He has, he's passed the bar and he's been practicing for six months. This is my first case. The judge might not like it, but it's not like he wouldn't have let him practice. No. Joe lied because he wanted to appear bigger I don't, or no, I don't more think, attributed than he was. I don't, I don't, even though, even though he's passed the bar, if he has zero courtroom experience, he's never, he's never ever argued a case in the courtroom. I don't think the judge would has allow to, him? Has to. I don't think he has to allow it. I guess it. he said it's yeah. kind of a formality. I, anyway, I, I, I don't. Th- I but guess, you can represent yourself. You can pick right. anybody to represent. I, I guess you're right. But yeah. it, it adds stakes. Because so he's okay an out-of-state lawyer, so maybe there's something about not having tried a case and trying to go to another state. Anyway, regardless of all that, at the end of the movie... And if the director's um, a lawyer, it's probably pretty solid. I, yeah, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Um, but at the end of the movie... Um, the clerk from New York sends the page along because Marissa Tomei called in a favor. To and Joe judge. Pesci says, yeah, well, Joe Pesci says, who do you know at the clerk's office? Or what friends do you have there? And she's like, not 
not my friends. But the way she says it to him is so sarcastic that I don't know if she's like making fun of him for using the Judge Malloy lie. She's like, oh, I got friends there, Judge Malloy. And he's like, oh, yeah, I lie about shit too. So like I was thinking as she said it, I'm like, she could have been crafty and lied her way into getting that sent. Or there could be a Judge Malloy and she did know someone from the clerk's office and got them to send it. It was the, Judge the fake Malloy. Paperwork. She said it was. I know, but the way she said it, if you go back and watch it, there's a sarcasm there, I've which s- I can't pick up if it's true or not. It's I've, not, I've this is not this a big movie. deal at I've all, seen but. this movie so many times and I never, ever, ever questioned his his story about him arguing a ticket in the I court. hadn't ever either. I've never questioned it. It just, it's... It's it's a great story though. It's a... Uh, it's a great story, but it sounds credible. It sounds it, credible it does, because, because of, it sounds like him. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. I, I I think that's a moment where he's being incredibly genuine and sharing his experience with somebody. I, I think yeah, and he's like it's you not, know he always wanted his son to follow in his footsteps. He was a something else. I, I don't know. There are he was a magician or something, and he yeah. was very disappointed he didn't follow in his footsteps. It's just so genuine. I, I, I never I've never questioned that as being authentic or not. Yeah. I, I like too that the opposing um lawyer the prosecutor uh, is not a bad guy. Yeah, I do too. And like, I love their competition. Just, yeah. It's just it's nice competition. And he's gives them like he gives them the cabin and all this stuff. Like he's like totally. he's a decent guy. And he's giving him a shot. I 100% and he, agree. And he doesn't hate Joe Pesci for being Joe Pesci. He, no, he calls him and he's like, it's like you did good today. It was a lot of fun when it's a competition. He's yeah. Like, but I got something for you tomorrow and blah blah blah. Yeah. The thing I actually find the funniest is when uh Joe Pesci is um uh, who's on the stand testifying right at the very end. I think it's Wilbur, George Wilbur is coming up. And he's called him back. And after he's delivering like the, no, it's the, it's the cop and the cop saying that they found the other car and there was a Magnum revolver and Joe Pesci walks by the prosecutor's table, like with his arms out, like (laughs) in his face. And I was at first, I was like, that's a super dick move. But those guys were in it for the competition and the prosecutor is going to rub it in Pesci's face if he won and be like, you tried your hardest little man, but I took you down like the dog you are. He was super pleased to have lost that case later on when Joe Pesci's trying to get out of town. He's on the court steps. He's like, hey, especially when he never. That's when I when Brent says he's not a bad guy. There's there's a couple of things. One, I think he does hang out with him and then the cabin because he 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 is trying to, you know, get to know him a little bit to, to better to prosecute this case. He's yep. trying to figure him out. Yeah. So it's well, not definitely maneuver. That's what I'm saying. It's great. And then when he loses the case, I don't think he ever wanted to put anybody in jail who was innocent. He's not that type of person. No. So once he realizes well, those he, guys sorry. are innocent, he com- he's completely he satisfied. Does. He allows he allows things in court with that maybe the, do you allow this picture as evidence and he's like looking suspicious and he's like uh, I'll allow it. I'll allow this witness. Um, so he, yeah, he does a few things at the end that more lawyers might have tried to fight if they were just. Wow, but you find out about his backstory though. He's like, I defended all these pieces of shit, and I yep. couldn't do it anymore. Yep. Yeah, no, which is and also like, great. And then too. you really get a get an idea for who he is. He wants yeah. to play fair. He wants to do the right thing. Yeah, and, and he fucking dig it because it really the battle is the is the case. Yeah, and Joe Pesci's battle against himself pretty well, much. Well, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Is this isn't a man versus man or a man versus this is a man versus himself story. Yeah, that yeah. is what it is. Yep, it's about him overcoming his his obstacles to to win this case. Yeah, like we know they're his. innocent. We know like the the system's not um, stacking it against them. They're just using the evidence they have, and it's on Joe to to find the one thing that'll get them set free. So it, yeah, it's um, it's neat. Especially with that confession when he's like, I shot the clerk. 
I shot the clerk. I shot. And he's like, I know. <laughs> and he gets interrupted <laughs> and he leaves. So he never gets to like interrupt that. And then later you see him on the stand reading yeah. the exact transcript I of that, but without again. the inflection of a question, right? Yeah. Does, I watched it carefully. He has no question inflection in the, in the early part in the movie. In the early part he does. No, he doesn't. I've watched I don't think, I don't know. You mean Ralph Macchio? Yeah. He's like, when did you shoot him? He's like, I shot the clerk. Yeah, at first he doesn't, but when he repeats it, then he's got a then he's got a tone of questioning. Oh, mm. I'm gonna disagree with you on that one, but I'll have to go back and watch it. Go back. It's <laughs> it's subtle, but it's there. All right. Is there anything we haven't talked about? I think. Uh, oh yes, uh, Marissa Tomei won a fucking Oscar for this. How do you feel? You about know that? you're hot when you get an Oscar just for being super hot. An Oscar. There's, now look, she's rumors. she's good, and yeah, I know the rumors too. We'll, we'll get what are to the that. rumors? Well, that it was a mistake. Someone by accidentantly read her name and then they, they were stop too it. embarrassed so they just gave it to her. Oh, that, really? But there's no evidence there's no, of that. Yeah, there's nothing. It's a, it's a, it's a, what do you call it? An urban yeah, legend, No one's I ever... Believe. Because it's so out of place. Like, think about this comedy today and a best a best supporting actress coming from a comedy like this today. Should never she's happen. solid. She's got the voice down. Um, she's she's believable in her role. No, as, she's great. Miss Vito. She's great in this. She's like definitely a plus to this movie. You needed a character... Her whole deer story. Um, you put your little lips down to the brook. Bam! A fucking bullet rips half your fucking head off. Uh-huh. Now I ex ya. <laughs> I love that's when I, that when I said I said the Brent when that scene happened. I was like, that's why she won the Oscar. <laughs> yeah, could be. Acting wise, though, Fred Gwynn's great. Joe Pesci. Macchio was good. I actually looked up. Um, I had to look up Ralph Macchio because he's he's not he doesn't have a ton to do in this, but what he does do, he does absolutely fine. Um, like his acting is good, so I was like, "What the fuck happened to him?" He had the three Karate Kids, Crossroads. He can't, um, he's and got this. the new Cobra Kai. No, show but on that's Netflix. now, right? So this was oh. like over twenty years ago. He so I was just like, "What the hell is he doing?" So he did some stuff in the Big Bang Theory. He's done some TV, he but he's been Big doing Bang. theater stuff. Yeah, I hadn't realized he it was in one play with Robert De Niro. Um, Ralph Macchio was yeah. in a play with Robert De Niro. Yeah, and then another play after this came out. So like he's been he's been keeping super busy. Uh, I thought maybe he like disappeared or went into rehab or did something like that. But if you look at his resume, like he doesn't do a ton, but he does stuff every year, um, including some theat- theat- theater theater theatricals. Although his mustache, the in this only is pretty thing dicey. I saw him in between my Crow cousin stash. Vinny and and Cobra Kai is. Uh, Entourage. Yes, he was an entourage. I was he only in one episode? It was the episode where they go to the Playboy Mansion. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think yeah, he is in that one because he, him, and uh, what's his face, uh, Johnny Drama, both got accused of laying out the monkeys. Or oh some yeah, bullshit. whatever. Oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd yeah, also he loses I don't, his career. Yeah, 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 that's right. I don't watch Big Bang. Um, I don't remember him being in, in Big Bang. He was in Big Bang, and then whoever he was supposed to. Sheldon or someone um, was like excited to hear the Karate Kid was going to be there and had a big argument that the Karate Kid was actually Johnny. Uh, and then oh, there's no. that episode. And then there's a second episode where they have a party and he's excited he's going to show up. But it's he thought he thought it was going to be Johnny. But then now you're talking about How I Met Your Mother. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. He was in that. Times. Yeah. All right, so he was in that twice. So that's kind of an interesting reprival of what was to come with Cobra Kai. It's so funny, though. Everything's related to the Karate Kid. Mm. The only reason oh, he was yeah. in Entourage is because of the Karate Kid, and the only reason he was in in uh, How I Met Your Mother is because of Karate That must suck, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's a pretty beloved movie. You could be known for doing like something shitty and that's, have that chance. That's fair, around. but I mean, like he that's why he probably wasn't doing anything but being on sitcoms as himself the guy from the karate kid right yeah is because of the karate kid it's tough when the thing that you're so 
success that's so successful and you're so known for like you can't can't, can't get work you can't get work from it right yeah. yeah like norm from cheers Your typecast could yeah. never never get i wonder is it that people cheers. don't even call them to come out to audition because they're like no nah, i don't want the karate kid in this or do they actually do and it's just that they're not not up to it that day i don't know I, I think they a lot of times also one of the actors I was listening to the other day says they just keep getting the same role. Yeah. So they'd be like, like you'll be like this drunk guy who sits on a stool in this, and he'd be like, but I was already that. Yeah, I think for um, ten years and cheers, I'm like yeah, Dave do it again. Ba- Dave Batista's hitting that right now. Where all they're wanting him to be is this big hulking henchman type bad guy, or he's in the um, yeah, what's what Dune? It? Dune. Yeah, he's in, so all that kind of stuff where he's just a big burly. I was happy kill. to see I think that he he'd like to spread. Me out. too. Yeah. The yeah. No, I, I love that guy. No, I hope he, got, he keeps he getting got, work. He got that. Uh, he just got that cop movie where he's like, where it's like the when he's with the little kid or something. Yeah, he's in a cop. Yeah, yeah he's a cop, a cop and whatever else. Yeah. What? I don't know. With the little kid? Something. I think that's one. Or sounds was like, he with someone? Uh, sounds like Escape from Witch Mountain to me. Hey. Hey. Cop and a kid. All right. Anything else about? the cousin the vinsters um i like the way the courtroom stuff wraps up i don't know if the prosecutor could just drop all charges in the courtroom like that i don't know about that procedure like they might he actually represents the state i think it's within his his decision making power maybe i don't know enough uh, to say that that's for, right. yeah for him to drop the charge like they do have that car with the two gentlemen who had a 357 but they'd need to do ballistics to make sure that the bullets match because there are probably a few 357 They also Magnums. proved that their car could not make the tire tracks. That so is very like, true as well. That's like pretty damning evidence to his case. It is since the way the defense was building. But he might have like had to let that go to jury decision and lose before anything. So that's it might have been so, stretched out. It doesn't really matter. That was what's so great is Vinny completely dismantles his whole fucking case. He dismantles every witness, including the motorist guy who admits that it couldn't have been their car. He dismantles his own theory too, which is which is also great. Does the defense's case hold water? water? I I love <laughs> so so my favorite favorite scenes in this is uh, when he's interrogating the guy for the grits. Yeah, and the guy with the uh, mud and the trees and the leaves. Yeah. And how many bushes is there? Five. Uh, what about this one? <laughs> Six, <laughs> six bushes. Yeah, that's and that's that's an actual like legal thing too. It's called like a like technical uh, witness impeachment or something like that, where you're basically dismantling their credibility. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah. as your system yeah. of like yeah. a, as a yeah. defense or yeah, they put up whatever. a witness and then you have to like make that witness look not credible or con- turn them yeah. around. Yeah, because they were all they, like, "Do you see them in this courtroom?" And like that old woman's like, "Yeah, they're right there." Yeah, and like no nobody has any doubt in their voice at the beginning of the movie that those guys are the guys that are. Yeah, that all are three them. of the witnesses are a hundred percent sure it was them, and, and it then, was their car. And then Pesci gets to fucking break down all the arguments a little bit. It's, it's great. It's because yeah. he, he's seeing the your palm in the card. You're fucking. There's a mirror under the table. Yeah. Like you see all of it right it? then, right? Yeah, he says at one point to one of them um, that. The, all those witnesses have to be wrong because you didn't do it. So, like, we just have to figure out why they think it was you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it, it and would not be hard to that argument. It would not be hard to do this um, for this to happen. I mean, I mean, because these people would live in that little community. Someone just got murdered. These guys are driving a very similar car. It's two dudes. Out, Maybe they did see them leaving or or not. But like the fact that all the eyewitnesses would come forward, they've basically been told these guys are on trial for murder. Just come and 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 you know, was they it them? A, oh yeah, a green car. Though I saw those guys. They have a sure. bag of groceries yeah. with a sack of suds, a receipt yep. inside of it. I mean, yep. like and yeah, they're and they're from, they're from New York City. Yeah, like 
No, I, I mean, it. that's yeah. what's great about the movie is uh, most of the time, I think all of the time, it's completely grounded in a reality yeah. so that you, it's so much more enjoyable. And the, the, the eyewitnesses aren't the only thing the defense has. They have um, the basically the confession which although gathered under um, false pretenses to the cops, it doesn't matter. They knew what they were talking about the whole time. They arrested them. I guess they were never read rights or told the reason, but you know, they already had set up that um, they think it's for something little, but they think the justice system is so backwards that they're just going to have to like bite the bullet and get out. It's interesting. It's, it's a great way to build it up and tear it down. Um, that's and a, it works. That's a speed bump thing. You know what? That is, I think that's one of the major speed bumps in a lot of the movies we discuss and we talk about and we don't like is things that aren't grounded in reality mm. and are they don't, they don't, um, they get in the way because it leaves the audience asking questions because it either doesn't make sense or it's not grounded in reality. It's just like, like a lot of courtroom movies are bad because it's just like, that doesn't make any sense. But they really do that in court. Yep. And the fact that the guy who directed this was like a legal expert and he really, really wanted to make sure that everything, that's why, because then you don't have your audience getting lost and confused and starting to like trail off because they're thinking of, well, does this make any sense? And they're missing the movie. Yeah, no, it's true. And and it it's just, it's the only way when you have a protagonist like, like Vinny, um, it just really helps to have them like f- f- discovering the story as we are as the audience. And he might have passed the bar and he's a lawyer, but he has no idea how to do trial law, especially in Alabama. So we have to learn with him. Um, it, it's great. It's a great way to, to bring the audience along without leaving them behind in something that can be as complicated as court. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're also seeing very few times, but you do it a little bit, which thank God you can do this, is you sometimes see things happening without Vinny in it. But as the movie progresses, it's all through Vinny. Yeah. So like you stop seeing anyone away from Vinny. It's Vinny, his girlfriend, even his girlfriend and stuff. Like it's all through him. So she comes in and he's trying to figure... I love at the end when he gets mad at her about her photos. Oh, you solved the case, babe. It's me, me in the, the shower. shower. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets mad and leaves. And he has to drag her into the car room. And I even like when she's on the stand and she won't look at him. No, I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the judge has to force her to talk to him and answer his question. Do yeah. I have permission to treat the witnesses hostile? <laughs> just, you just wait till I get home. <laughs> just wait till tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all of that is so great. And then I love when she turns around because she realizes what he's doing and then then you see her start to to get with the program and stuff yeah yeah. and they they talk in that weird voice oh do you know this oh there's more yeah (laughs) oh there's more (laughs) that's really funny yeah and uh i like when the the guy has to test her about her automobile knowledge and she makes him look like a fool like a total yeah, answer that. i love joe uh, it's a fake like, question he, he taps ralph a- machi he's like watch this and he leans back in his chair yeah and then she starts off and he's like that's my girl she's like it's a fake question uh, Vinny is also really smart he sees um the prosecutor turn around to george wilbur after she's given her testimony and they're like talking and you see george wilbur going like no i can't i can't counter anything and he's like 
Vinny's like, I call George Wilbur, get him back the fuck up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we'll you could tell if you're arguing with your expert witness who doesn't want to go back on the stand, you put him on the stand yeah. and fuck make yeah. him agree to prove your own testimony. It's a brilliant strike there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, when you think about it, watching this a second time, when Vinny realizes that he knows the answer, obviously he can't testify himself. He has to get her to do it. But he immediately writes down on the paper the make and model car that he knows now it is. The, the Ford Tempest or whatever and he gives it to the sheriff and says go check this out so it's neat when you you always wonder what he's written on the paper and you you don't really know until I, the very I even end. like how the sheriff sheriff at first argues with him that it's not his job but you then he's like discovery. he's like please he's like please I only got three minutes yeah and the guys the sheriff's like eh, and he runs it you know because once again it's not they're not bad people that's right. what that's also what makes speed bumps is when people are just evil because yeah. they're evil. Yeah. These guys aren't evil. I'm these a cop guys, in Alabama. I'm going to be evil. Yeah, I want no. these guys to go to the electric chair. I don't give a shit. I'm yeah. not going to help him. They're biased. They're not dicks. And they do skip over the scene um, where, where Pesci is trying to talk to, um, I forget her name, Miss Vito. And then she storms off. Miss Vito. And then the, the cop, uh, the, the sheriff comes up and he's like, tell me why. And then it cuts the scene while he's telling him probably exactly what it was. Yes. It's like, look, there's two exact same color make and model cars. Like, she's going to testify to this. You have to go check this out for me. Cause I guarantee same, so. you that wasn't even written. I guarantee you. No. That's a, it says just cut skip two. It. Yeah, yeah, just skip it. And I like how he has to carry her in the cartoon with her feet above the ground and stuff, too. Yeah. It's so, once again, it's so charming and funny. And everyone in the courtroom seeing them, like, the couple. <laughs> and then the judge is like, who is this woman? Yeah. And she's like, He's, she's my fiance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that explains their attitude yes yeah, right? <laughs> oh my god when they're at the cabin um and he's like trying to study outside and she's just pacing and talking about her biological clock what the fuck is she wearing it's like the one piece bodysuit with no back i'm into it yeah big time i love when he runs <laughs> up, i love when he runs outside <laughs> I, love, I love when he i love when he runs outside from the owl and he just starts firing his gun, the gun randomly like in all directions i like hip firing it too yeah it's actually it's actually that scene that John mentioned where I like Joe Pesci some of the best in this because he when she's like my biological clock is like this and then he does the whole thing about like all the shit that's piled on yeah. could there be anything else and then the way he looks up and he's like <laughs> I love that little face that he makes yeah, yeah I agree it's yeah. like a little kid kind of like a little kid and she backs down too which is which yeah. is nice she's like maybe this wasn't the right time because <laughs> later on when he blows up at her in the lunch. Um, I felt bad for both of them because he was like under so much stress and she wants to help and he snaps at her but he, the way he snapped at her was like dismissive but not cruel but then she persists and then he gets cruel um, it's just typical relationship stuff yep so it's believable it's except trip. that they're a pair Mm-mm. 20 years difference you guys I can go first go holds up baby. hey Vinny Bag of Donuts hey. he calls him Vinny Bag of Donuts he yeah. does yeah Vinny Bag of Donuts I really like when movies hold up I mean it's fun to like tear apart movies but it's also fun when they hold up and this is a strange one going at almost two hours comedy going two hours yeah. and still holds I don't, up I honestly I'm trying to think of some speed bumps here or some issues and stuff and <sighs> I don't know. It'd be very minor. Uh, you need that, a that music. Water. That the music is, is weird. That, that music is. Dope, other, but that's one song. Otherwise, there's no music that would stand out to you. No, yeah. the other music's like pretty simple, and it goes with the movie. And it's you don't even notice it. It's good enough that it just kind of like carries 
And the thing about that music is it's just meant to show that he's disruptive presence. Yeah. His music is a disruptive presence in the scene. Yeah, it what's kind of anti-Alabama music? That would be pretty yeah. much it, you would think. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the editing is fantastic in this movie. Like, editing is, is like where the movie is, the pace, the way the movie flows and stuff. They cut stuff off right, like right before they they start things right before you you know what I mean. Like everything, this movie just two it hours. I had hums. no idea this was two hours long either. No. I no. thought it was shorter. Yeah, it flies. Brad, yeah. what about you? What do you got? No, it holds up, and I fucking love Herman Munster, so I fucking love seeing He's him. He's so this. good in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it, man. I, it's it's. I mean, I got nothing to fucking add. It's it's awesome. I Marissa Torme is unbelievably gorgeous in this and Joe Pesci I love her high. accent yeah yeah holds up you smooth talker you are you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah this what's not to like about this movie it's just great I like courtroom dramas when they're good too yeah me too um, so the fact that they made this into a comedy but the only comedic presence in the courtroom was Joe Pesci and that's just such a smart move it plays off well against Herman and uh, Mr. Prosecutor Man mm-hmm. and the fact that I know it just sets everything up. Marissa Tomei is trying to help the entire movie. Honestly, like, what can I do to help? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And at the end, she helps. Mm. The, um, the only thing I would say negative about this movie is what it did for Joe Pesci's career after this is he started being in all these bad comedies. Like, there's I've never a paddle or whatever. Yeah, with him and him mm. and Danny Glover, and there's another one with a head in a bag. And oh yeah, he just he did these. That's the only thing that negatively that came out of this is he started getting comedic roles. But I think he probably like was purposeful about that because he would have been trying to get out of the gangster thing. That's true, but this is a wrong direction. He could have been in more dramatic roles that were where he wasn't a mobster. He didn't have to like do shitty comedy. Gone Fishing, I think, was the one with him and Danny oh, DeVito. Yeah. Or Danny uh, Glover. Glover. Yeah. I mean, you don't... That's the only negative to come out of this is his career took kind of a shitty turn and he did a bunch of shit. And then to top off his career as a shitty cherry on the Sunday... The Irishman. He did The Irishman, which is like the four-hour boringest stupidest trying to go back to his roots go back to what made him yeah what was i watching the other day where it was something and they talk about um pesci and the guy it's like voiceover and they it's like a pesci thing and he's like in the 90s this was everyone's idea of a tough guy oh it's family guy family guy that's That's right that's right yeah 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 that's right too yeah (laughs) so so for me the it's for pesci will always be known goodfellas and my cousin Vinny. Casino too for me. Nah, Casino is good. Yeah, but Goodfellas the most. But for me, Casino is more. um, uh, What's her face? Uh, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone and James Woods to me are the all stars in that movie. Fucking love them in that. I I mean, I hate them, but I love that I hate them so much. I do fucking hate. Fucking hate James Wood and Stone in that. (laughs) I watch it just to hate them. Yeah, like I, I love those the scenes between them. Yeah, you hate them because they're James good. Woods yeah. is such a fucking scumbag in that. Yeah. Like, and he plays it well, and I wonder why. I often ask myself why. James I think Woods. it's because he's a real garbage life. person. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't have to do anything. I'll yeah. just be myself. And I did the hard way. <laughs> yeah, and the party crasher. <laughs> Oh my god, that movie. Okay, well, uh, my cousin Vinny holds up. This is fucking great. Um, pfft, there you go. Watch it. <laughs> great wrap <laughs> super, up. Super, <laughs> super duper. 
uh, courtroom comedy. So go check it out. Laugh your butt off. Uh, funny accents. Um, half attractive couple. Good, uh, good Ralph Macchio being a Karate Kid in jail. So and Barry from Friends making it. Wax making that it. on and yeah. off. And Herman Munster. How can you not love that? No, it's good. It's a great movie. Check it out. It flies by quickly for a two-hour flick. And um, we'll now end up in our column of fuck yeah movies. So, thanks for listening, everybody. And as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.